Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Sister Radio. We love getting to connect with other women at Sister Radio, and today we're talking with our new friend, Crystal Kelly, about why bringing women together will change the world. So let's get to it. You're listening to Sister Radio. Crystal, thank you so much for coming on Sister Radio. Thank you for having me. I feel honored to be on the show. I just finished watching, like, the last straight talk you did. Yes, we have um, Power of Your Purse, Straight Talk for Women. Um, Our premiere episode focused on women in business. Yeah, and I was like, there is so much, like, so many goodies and, like, nuggets. These women just shared so much information and advice and resources and ideas. And I really liked when they started talking about, like, if you're if you're crafty but you've got something better to do with your time, then give, like, delegate that to somebody else and pulling up that leadership. Right, because it's, it's really about doing what is best for you, not trying to do something that emulates somebody else. Just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should do it. And, you know, my platform, Power of Your Purse, is a women's empowerment platform to bring women together to share information and knowledge about what they do best. It's not just about women in business, but it's about stay-at-home moms or single moms raising their families and working at the same time or women starting their own businesses or women giving back to nonprofit or charities and starting movements and just bring coming together to share information and knowledge in order to impact somebody else. I think as women, we oftentimes are so focused and so driven on ourselves or our families that we forget to talk to each other and when we talk to each other and we share information information with each other that's a powerful thing so that is the platform behind power of your purse and the straight talk for women is my show um in order to bring women together in order to have that straight talk, much like Sister Radio. Yes, I know. I was like, okay, I see what you guys are doing. I see you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, you're in Connecticut. Am I mistaken? No, yes, that's right. I'm in Connecticut. Okay, well, I'm currently, I'm in, I'm bi-coastal, so I'm either in Los Angeles or I'm here in Rhode Island. So I'm actually here in Rhode Island right now. Oh, okay. So, East Coast. We're neighbors. <laughs> yes, for right now. I used to actually live in California for a little bit. San Diego area. Oh my gosh, you're going to kill me. I lived in LA. I've lived there since 2009 and I left in 2016 to like go travel and I've made my way to the East Coast, which is where I'm originally from. But I lived in LA for seven years and I never went to San Diego. Not even once. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. I and know. I mean, that's where I want to be. Like, New England is beautiful, but I really don't like the winters. It's so cold, but it, it is a, it's a place where, you know, it's just 
you can come and you're so close to New York City or you can go up to Maine. So I like the fact that there's a lot of variety, but the winters can get kind of rough. The winters are rough. I feel you. I like warm weather. I'm always chasing summer. But, you know, to give this conversation a little bit of of context, you know, we're talking about why bringing women together will change the world. There's something I wanted to mention, kind of this just like came up to my mind about West Coast and East Coast. I noticed living on the West Coast, and I don't know if you can share in this, but I noticed that it was much harder to make girlfriends. And on the East Coast, it's kind of like the culture is, um, I like you before before anything unless, until you give me a reason not to like you. So I like you until you give me a reason not to like you. On the West Coast, it's I don't like you <laughs> until you give me a reason to like you. It was the opposite. Did you ever notice that? So that's kind of funny and interesting that you, that you say that because... I also used to live in um, Virginia in North Carolina. So what I think is kind of the opposite, East Coast versus West Coast. Um, I think on the East Coast, up north, women are more so, or people are more so, um, I don't know you, so I'm not going to talk to you, and I'm going to stay in my lane until you give me a reason to talk to you. So, like, it's it's a little bit of the opposite. Not more, not really as open, but when you go further down south, it, it really is more open. So a lot of people talk to each other freely, whether they know you or not. So it's just like, hi, how are you? Or they may wave um, when you're going by. That's a different culture. And I think on the West Coast, everyone is kind of, um, what do you like laid back. It's, and if I interact with you and I speak with you, it's just like, okay, okay. But it's not really, yeah. let's I get, have a cup of coffee. It's just more so like laid back and it's just like, okay. But I think up north we are, you know, a little bit more introverted like we are a little bit more reserved when it comes to just trusting people we're definitely rough around the edges and like rooted in our family life I feel like that's a definitely a New England or Northeast cultural thing and that impacts I feel like the way women are doing business and connecting with each other is like culturally wherever you are that kind of comes into play which is why it's so cool you're doing what you're doing. I want to get like a little bit of insight about you. Just get to know you a little bit more cuz we just met ourselves and all our sister radio listeners are just meeting you. So like tell me a little bit about yourself. Like who's your favorite musician and artist and like what's your favorite book or movie, special talents? <laughs> Okay, well, let's see. Um, like I said, I was born in Hartford, Connecticut, and um, I have spent a number of my years um, traveling, moving around a lot with my mom. I grew up with a single mom, single parent, and lived on the West Coast as well as down South. As far as 
you know, I've always been just a driven individual, somebody that I like to be involved. I like to make impact where I can. So, and if there's not something that directly inspires me or or directly affects me where, okay, I want to be a part of this, I'm that type of person that I will go create it on my own or I will go create something on my own. When I was in college, I did a lot of that. Like, I didn't really see any true mentorship going on and for the high school students or anything. So in college, I started my own mentor group, um, direct, um, face-to-face mentoring. Um, favorite musicians? I like an eclectic um, style. So I'm kind of gospel plus um, neo-soul, R&B. So I have, I have a wide spectrum of uh, musical likes. I think at the top of my list would be Anthony Hamilton, music, um, NDRE, like that that type of neo soul, Molly music, um, books. I haven't really read any books lately. I do a lot of binge watching on YouTube and um, documentaries on different subjects just to better myself and my craft of women's empowerment. Um, I do a lot of visiting networking sites, um, platforms, and and events just to surround myself around positive people. I love to be around people. I love to be engaged in talking to people, meeting new people, trying new things, traveling. So I'm just a free spirit. I guess that's how you Yes, I love it. And I know you... you you kind of breeze by it about, you know, creating the mentorship program. But when I was reading up on you on your website, like you've really done some things like as far as education and connecting people and like building bridges where, like you were saying, like I saw something that, you know, needed to be done and you did it. And so, um, yeah, like that's like, I'm like round of applause. That's amazing. <laughs> it's so important you. what you're doing. It's so important. And yeah. Well, so what are you passionate about in life? Really, I'm passionate about just giving and, and making an impact um, in this world as far as being a positive role model and a positive beam of light to someone who may not have one on their own. It's very important to me to really make an impression on someone, whether it's one person or a group of people. And that's the reason why I started um, Power of Your Purse. It's really important to me. I just see so many women in particular tearing each other down, whether it's just walking by someone, not speaking to them, um, judging them for the way they look, the way they dress, the way they speak, or being threatened by their growth, so you feel like you have to tear them down or compete with them. I just wanted to make a stop to that, and I'm very passionate about that because I think women are so wonderful in our makeup, in our in the way we're made up, in our in our beauty, in our inner soul, um, our women's intuition. We just have a drive that no other man has, like no man has, because. Women are strong, we're beautiful, and together, 
if we join together just to build each other up instead of tear each other down, that's powerful. And I think we miss, miss a piece of that. That's what I'm passionate about. That is what is missing in our media. That's why I'm like, yes, everything you're saying. I'm like, I could cry. That's so true. Yes. 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 Well, it's so funny. I don't know how you feel about the Kardashians. Um, but one of the things that I, I was doing this morning is I was I always put Wendy Williams on in the morning. And she interviewed Lamar Odom yesterday. And she was like, you know. All of these men who have been involved with the Kardashian women have all basically fallen apart, but, like, the women have not. Why do you think, asking Lamar, like, why do you think that is? Like, look at Kanye, look at Scott, look at your situation. And he was like, because they're women. And I was like, yes, you know, like, say what you will about the Kardashians. But the truth is, women are so capable of, like, holding a universe within them and externally. And it's like, and then you know we just keep going we just keep going we don't stop we don't give up i'm with you right we don't have a choice um to let because we get faced with so much negativity um you know if a man if a if a woman does what a man does she gets judged differently and you know so if i'm outspoken and i'm direct then i get called a B, or I get called, oh, she's bossy, or, you know, there's there's a negative tone to me being a very direct or in-charge person, mm-hmm. but if a man wants to speak directly or take charge, then he's a boss, and so women, we're faced with so many negative um, tags that's put on us that we're forced to adapt and turn the negative into positive. If we date more than one man at a time or we sleep with one more man, then we're hoes or, you know, we're sluts or we're this. But if a man does it, then he's great. He's awesome. Oh, you, you know, you're, 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 you're the man of the year. So they get pats on their back while we get patted down. So we are women. Are, we're, we're very resilient because we have to be. We get we get placed with so many negative connotations that we are innate to turn our negatives into positives so much. So I think that's what makes us so resilient. So when it's in the media or out of the media, when we get kicked down, we just have that ability to get right back up and turn that negative into a positive. No, I'm not what you say I am. I am what I say I am, and I'm positive, I'm beautiful, I'm somebody. So, you know, I think that's why women continue to stand the way they do. Yes. And getting back to, like, women tearing each other down, you know, that's obviously a product of, you know, our society and the culture and our history and how women have been represented and, you know, there's not enough seats at the table for women and, you know, just all sorts of stuff that breeds competition and jealousy. And, and I kind of think, I'm, I'm curious what you'll think about this or what your feelings would be. I kind of feel like women do tend to have a little bit of a territorial thing. Like, I know I've got it. Like, I get super territorial about stuff and I have to, like, coach myself down and be like, you know, you're not... You're, 
there's enough room. There's enough room for everyone. There's enough room for people. Like, what is your viewpoint on some of that? And how do you want to bring women together? And why do you think it's important to bring women together? I think it's important to bring women together because, like like you said, you made a statement about room at the table. In actuality, there's not enough room at the table because there's so many women. When you think about the ratio of women to men, we outnumber. But we make room at the table to accept each other's creativity and individuality. So where, as we stated in the beginning, I may, I can, I might be able to do something, but that may not be what I'm supposed to be doing. So do what's great for you. And make room at the table. So, yes, you may have 10 people that's in your category or in your lane, but those 10 people are going to do that same thing all differently. So, so you make room at the table. You accept others for their differences in their creativity, and you learn from each other. That's what Power of Your Purse is all about. I want. I do want to hear from you. I want to hear from the from the next person that's doing something about women empowerment and making boss moves in this in this on this stage. And I want to learn from her. And I want her to learn from me. I want to make room at the table for us to sit together to build each other up. So I think that's that's how we make a difference. Mm. What about within? You know, women of color are obviously, if you look at the ratio between women of color and white women and then men at in in terms of you were talking about this in your straight to straight talk. And just as far as being in like the corporate world or wherever, whatever world media, I mean, you can't turn on e-news without it just being whitewashed. And, you, you know, you've got maybe one person of color. Like what? is needed like within your community what do you want to see happen within your community especially with women of color and in business for women of color um i really 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 want to motivate and educate women of color that our opportunities are just as great as the next woman that's not of color their opportunity we have to get out of the mindset that there's a ceiling there and it's unbreakable. Because, yes, there may be a ceiling, but you can break through that ceiling. And more women of color, not particularly one color, but more women of multicolors, need to start to grab hands and pull each other up, talk to each other lift each other up. We're so competitive. We're so much in this rat race, in this crab barrel, pulling each other down or competing with each other. We lost the art of building each other. And that is the main message that I want to get across, that we have to break through the ceiling. Stop accepting the ceiling for what it is, Stop looking at the ceiling and stop going up to the ceiling and stopping at it. Break through it. Kick through it. Whatever you need to do to break that wall down, break the ceiling down, bust it open. 
is we can do it. Yes. Oh, man, I wish I had a button to press, like, round of applause. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I know there's a lot of ladies out there right now. They're going to shake their heads and be like, mm-hmm. Yes, we need yes, this. We need to hold know, And I just want to plug this in. That, I have an event coming up on September 16th. It's a networking event. And everything that we just talked about, my platform, Power of Your Purse, that's what, that is the goal of my networking event. I don't want people to think that they're going to come to this event and just sit there and listen to um, someone and go home. No. I want to break through the ceiling. I want women of all color, all backgrounds to be able to come to this event, network with each other, talk to each other, and get to know each other, have a great time, share some great food, learn something new, and walk away feeling empowered. Yes, and you said that's September 16th? September 16th at the Radisson downtown Hartford from 1 to 4. I'm like, hmm, hmm, I'll be in the East Coast. <laughs> Maybe I'll Go wait. Going to have you there. I love would it. love it. I would love it. That's so that's really cool. Like those are things that, you know, women we need more of that. We need more of those events, more people who are out there bringing women together. So, as a consumer, I just I'm I don't know uh, how much insight you would have. I know you are in the corporate world, so that's why I feel like I should ask you this. But like as a consumer, how can we support black women and their businesses and they're pursuing their dreams? I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be in a corporate sense, but I'm, I feel like you'll have a good take. The easiest and best way to support is show up. Regardless if you have the money or not to support something, show up. Be there. Engage. Spread the word. Invite others. If it's a business, invite someone. Go to the business, learn about it, share about it, talk about it, and support it financially. That's the only way we're going to grow. No one will ever be able to go to the next level without someone else. You need support. You need communication. You need people to show up. And that is what it's going to take to make a difference, regardless. Oh, I don't like, I don't like what she's about. I don't like, I can do that better. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to um, tell this person about it. I'm not going to support it. Um, um, that costs $5 more than it should cost. I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend my money on that. No, get out of that mindset. You know what? She's stepping out. She's doing something. She's building her brand. She's taking a leap of faith in She's doing it on her own. I'm going to show up. I'm going to support. I'm going to tell a friend. And I'm going to give her a good review. I'm going to like her page. I'm going to tag her. That is how you support a black business, a woman of color business. Show up. Engage. It's good. This is really good. Yeah, you know, as I get older, I'm like, I feel like 90% of life is just showing up. (laughs) It is. It's really good. I love that. Well, so I wanted to ask you this because I was curious what you would say, too. 
If someone wants to ask you, what's it like to be a woman? What would you tell them? It's awesome. <laughs> I love being a woman because we have we have the ability, one, to experience growing a life within us. We have resilience that I think men just don't have. We have the ability to adapt to any situation. I mean, we're mothers, we're wives, we're leaders, we're developers. Uh, we, we do so much from cooking and leading and building and, and, and birthing. Um, we're, and we do it all in heels or makeup <laughs> or sneakers. And we're just so multifaceted that why wouldn't you want to be a woman? It's brilliant. <laughs> Yes, we go through our pains and trials and situations, but women are so resilient and so beautiful. We're like chameleons. We just adapt and change to any situation, and I love it. I love being a woman. Oh, I my heart's warmed up. I'm like this episode definitely just turned into like my favorite feel good episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great about being a woman. Thank you for saying that. I'm actually having a day where, um, like, I just woke up in a funk. Like, I didn't quite sleep right. My back kind of hurts and all sorts of stuff. But I just feel like the words that you're saying about being resilient and, you know, that it's wonderful to be a woman, I am definitely like, okay, I'm feeling better. I'm, like, not kidding. I'm feeling better because of what you're saying. Words of power. <laughs> Powered up your Thursday with power of your purse. See how that works? <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Do you have a story by any chance of seeing the world change in some, whether it's a small way or a, even a big way, of seeing the world change when women came together? I don't know what. Um, I think my story is still developing. And I think one of the greatest um, examples or stories that I can share um, is when I came together to hold, um, I was a speaker at an event that's called I Am. And I I put on this event, a women's empowerment event, um, actually at my church. And I had um, women of all different ages. I think the youngest person there was maybe 22 years old. And um, coming together and just proclaiming self-affirmation and believing in them. I had a few young women come to me afterwards and was like, you know, I started putting up words of self-affirmation up and it really worked for me. And, or I never created a goal plan for myself before, and I did after the I Am um, seminar. And I just think that's such a powerful um, message of women having the desire and thirst for change that that is one of the reasons why I created Power of Your Purse to create more movements like that because I think... The more we continue to plant seeds of empowerment and inspiration and education, then that will be the recipe for change within our community. Mm. 
Yeah, there's something about collectively saying an af- affirmation, like, with a group of, of people, but specifically a group of women. I I mean, it, like, does something. It, like, changes the atmosphere. I don't even know. It does something. And, um, yeah, I can only imagine. Yes, I got to come to one of your events. I can't even wait. <laughs> I'm telling you, September 16th, that's the event to be be at. Okay, at I'll the be Radisson there. It will be <laughs> an awesome, awesome event. I have people coming from Florida, from D.C., New York, um, Connecticut. It's, it's going to be it's going to be a great event. Well, I just want to wrap up with a few of my favorite questions to ask women. What does being a sister mean to you? It just, it means power. Power to change, make make change. What is your life motto or your mantra? My life motto is, uh, I'm sorry, walk by faith. Walk by faith. Did you have another one you were, you were like trying to figure out if you wanted to choose? <laughs> no, because I, I, I have a scripture that I, I, go by and it's me not into thy own understanding but trust in his ways and he will direct your path so i you know i i recite that every morning and i was gonna go with that but at the end of the day it sums up to walk by faith walk by faith i like it a lot of business is just like taking risks and like faith is spelled r-i-s-k interesting yeah. you know i mean like I've been saying lately, my wings are spread. I'm ready to fly because I feel like once you step off that cliff, you're either, you know, going to flap the wings so hard that you're not going to be able to do anything but fly hmm. or going to doubt and fear and freeze up and you're going to fall to the bottom. So my wings are spread. I'm ready to fly. That's good. So my final question for you. If someone was to write a book about your life, what would the title be? You don't know my story. You don't know my story. <laughs> then they're going to have to read it. <laughs> That's right. You don't know the story. But then when they finish it, then they will know the story. That's right. <laughs> That's so good. Have to get to know me for who I am. And don't judge me by who you think I am. A lot of people do that. Don't judge me by who you think I am. Get to know me for who I really am. You don't know my story. But if you talk to me, if you get to know me, then you will. And you'll be able to understand me. Mm. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's so funny. I got I'm I wasn't going to say it, but now I'm going to say it. Um like one of the things that I love to do is if some if I see somebody like if I'm out eating and I'm like grubbing or something and somebody looks at me, I like be like, "You don't know me. You don't know my story." I'm constantly using that. <laughs> or if I get a side eye for wearing my pajamas to the grocery store, I'm like, "You don't know right. me. You don't know my story." <laughs> right? I love it. I love it. This was so much fun, Crystal. Thank you so much for coming on Sister Radio. You're welcome. I had a blast. Thank you so much. We're going to have to get you on again, and we'll be seeing you in September, I'm sure. I hope so. Be there. And then Don't everybody... Don't forget to follow me yes, on Instagram. Yes. Well, so what is... um? So on Instagram, your power of your purse. 
on Instagram. Yeah, at power of your purse. Yep. And then on Twitter, you're um, at P-O-Y-P-S-T-4-W. P-O-Y-P-S-T, the number four W. Yes. Straight talk for women. Yes. I, mean, I think you can just look power of your purse and you'll find you on Twitter. Yes. Yes. All That's right, me. everybody. Get out there and, yeah, start connecting. <laughs> Thank you. You've been listening to Sister Radio. Thank you, Crystal, for coming on. That was so great. I'm excited. Ladies, let's connect. Let's lift each other up. And let's do some great things this week. Love y'all. Sister Radio.